Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 85 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. I recently became interested in the life strategies of whitetail and mule deer, and there's a definite difference here in the area that I live on survivability with mule deer having a lower survivability than that of whitetail. And I was kind of interested in that. And I came across an article in which they talked about the those two coexisting in an area and the factors that affect them. And the main factor that affected them was habitat quality for mule deer fawns. The higher the quality of habitat, the less or the higher the survivability was of the mule deer fawns, but it had no effect on whitetail fawns, whitetail adult females, or mule deer females. So that seems like the difference in the populations growing or whatnot is the difference in habitat for whitetail fawns. The other thing that was interesting, though, is forbs and grasses. The higher the amount of forbs and grasses in an area containing both mule deer and whitetail deer was more, was actually detrimental to mule deer fawns and nothing else. And researchers aren't necessarily sure why. They believe that competition could play a factor in it, but they're going to have to research it more. But the one positive in the habitat that had more of an effect for the positive side on mule deer fawns was that of shrub coverage. Now, shrubs and forbs and grasses make up their entire diet, and when their diet was higher from shrubs than it was forbs and grasses, they had a higher chance of survivability, which is interesting. The other thing this study didn't talk about, and they mentioned it, is the possibility of different life strategies. And they mentioned how researchers should look into how tolerant one is of winter versus the other. The other thing that I think is, is interesting is mule deer tend to migrate further than that of whitetail deer with us building highways and freeways and high fenced areas blocking or effectively blocking the migration routes of these mule deer. I wonder if that also is going into one of those factors that are affecting mule deer fawns because for the last few years, starting in 2015, again in 2017, we had massive die-offs of mule deer fawns. And then we're seeing it again this year. Researchers and biologists believe that 95% of mule deer fawns in the area that I live in will die or have died. And we're in March and we're still getting more snow uh, you can read the news articles all over the place, uh, especially in Tahoe, talking about the massive amounts of snow. We're getting that as well. And so these animals that aren't allowed to migrate are being trapped up on the benches, and it's causing problems for them. But there is a bright side for these mule deer. I mean, it can be also considered a downside as well. Um Mule deer tend to be more drought tolerant than that of whitetail. Whitetail deer, once they find themselves in a drought situation, are more affected by not only drought, but by disease as well. Epizootic hemorrhagic disease tends to spread through whitetail quicker than it does mule deer. So there may be some co competitive advantages later on as climate change becomes more of a factor. 
but currently uh, the winners and all the different barriers that we're putting in front of these mule deer seem to be having a negative effect and I'm just not sure if there's any way to get around the the, the changes that mule deer are going to have to go through if they want to be more tolerant of these winters. They're going to have to find ways to either get fatter, which I don't think is possible, or they're going to have to find different migration routes than what they currently have or were using in the past because we have blocked them. It'll be interesting to see, but there are a few differences, and it's interesting to see how those life strategies play out. All right, you guys, have a great day. Stay wild.